Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, Metro Retro. Here we go. Today's newspaper is from Thursday, December the 10th, 2015. So another Christmas, Christmassy one, I expect. December the 10th, God, Christmas would be on the way, only 15 days away. It does seem that a lot of the Metro Retros we're looking at seem to be sort of Christmas-centric. <laughs> Not that there's a problem with that. Not at I all. T- 2015, December 10th, I think I'll be wearing Santa socks. Not a Santa jumper. But definitely Santa socks. Would you wear Santa jumpers to work? Um, no, but usually it's forced upon you. They usually have like okay. Christmas jumper days. So I've got a um, – it's a bit of a naff one, really. It's a Lion King one with Mothusa wearing a, uh, a Lion King uh, Santa hat. Okay. I was waiting um, for the Christmas connection there. But... Yeah, and on a ledge, but um, it's got snow on the ledge. Does it snow in Africa? I don't know. Maybe it's something I need to Google. That sounds like a line. Isn't that a line from something? <laughs> I does don't know. snow in Africa? I don't know. Or does it rain in Africa? Maybe that's the line. Maybe it's – do they know it's Christmas in Africa? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, it is. You are right. Does it snow in Africa? Are the Ethiopians going to have a Christmas day? A Christmas festival. But uh, so I've got quite a few Christmas jumpers and some of them are quite, you know, though I say so, quite nice. I've got one that's a stocking, but it's it's obviously woolen and you can, the stocking is a workable stocking. You can fit a whole like bottle of wine in it. Wow, so you'd wander the streets hoping a member of public might put something in there for you for Christmas Day. Yeah, getting up, offering them up my chest and seeing... Yeah, absolutely. You know, you want to put some there. Tic Tacs in there or some, yeah. you know... Something a bit a bigger. Bar. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, maybe an iPhone. Yes, um, gosh, yeah, I'll slip uh, that in. And I've got ones with lights on. Have you got any ones with lights on? No, not at all. I need to start... I need to be a bit more extravagant. Extravagant. I can't say the word. Extravagance. There you go. Flip yeah. the neck. I had a, a verbal... Uh, pause then a brain uh, freeze I, mean, I need we'd... to be more extravagant and I need to get some LCD lights on my chest yeah I mean they only work for a couple of days and then it just like malfunctions because it's so done so cheaply but uh, but but and uh, Emily and I've got a double one wow which is one arm really long top and then another arm after the uh, so that two people can fit in so that's perfect for Facebook photos and Christmas hellos via email. Yes, when you're a you're a white jumper. Absolutely impractical for every anything else. Absolutely. 
So Christmas socks. Um, I can imagine you in the kitchen trying to do your cooking with that, trying to make the gravy, cook the turkey in your in your shared jumper. I mean, it would only work if one of us is a left-handed person because you've got one with the right hand out unless you stick it under the jumper, but that's cheating, isn't it? That would you know be, I mean? yes. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so um, Rush Hour Crush. Indeed. Brunette with a purple coat from Wokingham. Make my wish come true, as all I want this Christmas is you. And that's tall and sniffly, Berkshire. Sniffly? What does that mean? Uh, snobbishly sniffly, or he's got a cold on the way? It definitely says sniffly, not sniffy. So Sniffly, right, okay. So um, straight away, you want to turn up the next day with a big old flask filled with some Lensit love. Yes, so Absolutely. tall and sniffly is the is the man. I think is the, but I presume he's the man. Tall and sniffly. That sounds like a, how a guy would describe themselves. Well, actually, you can't. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Could be anyone. Gender free, but this person's got a cold. Yeah, and I think um, a way to his heart is to cure that flu. So straight get, away. Well, he he's the one. Uh, he's the one writing the message. Tall and sniff, sniffly. So he oh, needs right. to he needs to get rid of that cold, doesn't he? You don't want to go on a date with someone and they've got bubbly snot coming out. Of well, their it nose. must be quite a horrific cold if he thinks the only way to identify himself than being slightly tall is that I'm the one with a massive red nose. He keeps, you know, inhaling and exhaling every time because I've got snot, you know, um, encrusting around the old uh, nasal tunnels, which is a bit of a grim description I'm giving mm. there. Maybe but he's, he's obviously going to be quite. Um, Bit of a snot monster in the old carriage. Yeah, I mean, maybe he sneezed on her. That's oh my lord! Oh, it's you. You, it's you're the one that's writing this message. So you she's a cold together. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I mean. Maybe that's that's the key. To, maybe that's the key to this date. They yeah, they get the cold together. They work through it because you see a true person, don't you, when they're ill? That's what they say. Absolutely. Let's nurse each other mm. back to a reality in time for Christmas. Perfect. Take the mistletoe out, and then we can give ourselves a proper snog without passing on any viruses. Yeah, I mean they've got enough time. They've got ten days before Christmas. That's enough time Definitely. to get cold and get over it. So she's a brunette with a purple coat from Wokingham. Make my wish come true. All I want for. And if you've both got a cold, just isolate together with each other. Definitely. Um, now with a cold, do you do you get colds? I do. Quite horrific. And are you like a how how do you cope with them? Are you bedridden? Oh nightmare! Yeah, it's kind of like oh no no no. Nightmare, real. Um, I feel it on the horizon. I feel a scratchy throat. Mm-hmm. One morning, I'll wake up with a funny throat, and I'll know the next day I'm going to be stuck in cold virus flu prison. And before then, I always go to Tesco's and really load up, overly load up on colds, you know, medicine. But I think at the end of the day, you just got to, you know, go into John Wayne mode and just kind of like man it, really. Um, but I'm able, unable to do that because um, there's a John Wayne inside me. Just a hollow child weeping because he's got a cold type of thing. And ultimately, um, yes, I do kind of like, I'm like a malfunctioning robot. Expect nothing from me. I've got a head full of cotton wool. So would you, w- would you like to be looked after or do you just like to sit in your room and... Oh, uh, looked after. Cleopatra mode, laying out on the couch. Who's not peeling those grapes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I quite like to just sit in a dark room and get it over with type thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I think there's an element of that as well. But I'd like maybe the odd visitor to sort of say, are you all right, David? No, yeah. I'm not. Would you like some hot Ribena? Yes, please. I'd like that kind of interaction every hour, but just very brief, you know. And would you like someone to, like, to read you stories and stuff like that? That would be too much, I think. That might give me a headache. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, 
sometimes like breakfast in bed is nice but most of the time i find breakfast in bed a bit of a i'm not i don't know it has its downsides well, you get up, you've got crumbs everywhere you can't, you can't really put the marmite on the toast no you know you spill the milk all over the duvet you're not supposed to really eat in bed you're supposed to sleep in bed it seems like a good idea like a lot of these things in life and then you do it and you think these things aren't supposed to be combined. Yeah, because like hoover afterwards, more but, work. And also, like when when the tray goes down on your lap, like if you're sat in the wrong position, like if you're down a bit low. Yeah, it's not it's good. Like, you got to kind of edge your way up and spill all the orange juice. Yeah, and... I've never had a good eating in bed scenario. No, I I, I don't like it. So no, not at all. Know. It just creates um, you know you've got because more linen to wash. Yeah, exactly. So okay, so right next next one. Stunning blonde with a pink bag who gets on at Normanton. Fancy a boogie sometime. Guy with white socks and short trousers. Well, the white socks and short trousers straight away shows he's a bit of a hipster. Mm -hmm. And the blonde lady, and what type of bag has she got? It's a pink bag, and she's a stunning blonde. A stunning, what a wonderful combination. She's, she's demanding a boogie. Yeah. So straight away, she's stating the geographical location, a disco or club. So, I mean, straight off, it's a case of we know where these two lovebirds need to meet up next. In a, in a, in a discotheque. In a discotheque, a cathedral of music to bond. Maybe next time he sees her on the, um, on the, uh, on the Normanton tube, he could get out his iPhone, put it on speaker, press a bit of music, get a bit of music going, a bit of disco, and then beckon her romantically yep. and mysteriously. Then they could get her for the next stop. And dance to a, uh, a a discotheque. Absolutely. And if it's not working, you can then just suddenly hit the pause on the iPhone and say, in actual fact, we haven't got chemistry. Good mm. job we didn't waste an evening in a disco together. Yeah. The the, the, the kind the, the, the kind of walk slash dance to the disco could be like a an interview. Yes, uh, absolutely. A, a test to you know, see. Have we got dance floor chemistry? Yes or no? Let's work it out on Paddington platform. Yeah, and in an ideal world, they'd pop into shops on the way to pick up some supplies, you know, a bit of water for the, you know, a bit of snacks and dancing yes, all the way. Dan hydrated. Dancing all the time, a bit of fun for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Know. Eating a bounty bar whilst doing twirls. Not good for indigestion, but, you know, impressive for your lover to watch. Or eating a twirl while doing a bounty. I don't know what wow. a bounty is. I don't know. I I don't think there is a t well or getting a bounty on the head. That's the that's the joke with that, isn't it? Um, okay, so that's sorted. I mean, yeah. I mean, thank thank you. Another very much. one done. Tick. Um, Romance. Now this this has intri intrigued me because it sounds like the Hulk, green haired motorist who smiled at me at Toll Cross. I was tempted to chase your car Terminator Two style, but thought better of it. Pointy hat, Edinburgh. Dear God, having a man. So let's get, be right. Who's the one with the green hair? So who's the lover? Who's the... Um, so the lover, the the, the wanter, the chaser... The wanter, absolutely, is, the desirer. Is, is pointy hat. And the one that's uh, being desired... The, desi the, the, the desiree is green-haired motorist who smiled at me at Tollcross. I was tempted... And this this pointy hat was tempted to chase your car, Terminator 2 style, but thought better of it. First of all, the idea of a pointy hat man chasing me, you know, uh, who's the, the actor who plays the T-1000? can't remember his name now. Uh, what, Robert Patrick? or that, There you go, Robert Patrick, well said, good film encyclopedia. You know, with that sort of like robotic hand, you know, arm movement, yeah. chasing you across the, the street very worrying. The other thing is, 
there's very it's very doubtful this person's going to find this romantic person again in mm. the sense it's in the traffic yeah a lot of the time it's usually like we always get on this train because it's part of our similar work routine mm-hmm. i don't want to immediately create any sort of um depressive elements unless they make sure they're at in the car at the exact point each day of the week so they can live out this james cameron romantic terminated dream i mean he has got green hair and he's at toll cross so maybe a friend of old green hair will say were you did you smile at someone yes i did well they want to date you get back to that area and drive around maybe it's a roundabout or something yes so maybe a green one of the green haired mates will help him out Definitely, absolutely. And if you if they are very much inhabiting that T one thousand mentality, they're committed, aren't they? Mm. Do you know what I mean? They are from the Terminator factory, and uh, they've got a very much that sort of red target kind of they've mentality. They've got the agenda. They've got their mission. The mission is to um, leap on their car, drag themselves through the back window, and give you a smooch. Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like a. I mean, one option that could be they could, they could make a, a a low budget action film together. That could be the date. Yeah, absolutely. And Film a, it. a bit of a cross. You've got the the Hulk, the Marvel Universe meets Terminator. So you can have a absolutely. few homages in there. And the pointy hat. What is a point? What's a, what a wizard's hat? A dunce's hat? Well, it can hat. be a pointy hat or a traffic cone on your head, I think, which has always got a Lord of the Rings vibe. So you've got Lord of the Rings, Terminator, Marvel, and passion and love and romance. And they're going to make this film, going to get a few mates involved to make the film, and then see if there's chemistry there, and then just go for rap drinks afterwards. Absolutely. And if there if there is chemistry and there is romance, we've got sequels on the way, a trilogy. Yeah. The sequel could be a uh, the marriage, and then obviously the trilogy, the divorce. Maybe not the divorce. Maybe the honeymoon. It, yeah. Um, or maybe they get, maybe one of them gets taken. Oh, that's taken, isn't it? So how would you wear a pointy, oh, I presume it's, if it's a pointy hat, it's got to be an open-topped car. Yes, I would have thought so, definitely, which would make the T-1000 assault on the car easier because you're yeah. going to meet people halfway. He's not a literal robot. So um, he can't turn his hand into a chainsaw and open the top of the uh, car like a can. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're going to have to have a soft, a soft uh, top. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's fair enough, isn't it, for goodness sake. Right. Um, good deed feed. Lovely. Let's share those deeds. Okay. Many thanks to the lady who gave up her seat for me when I nearly fainted after giving blood and opened the window. Rachel Wigan. Wow, goodness me. That's a hell of a good deed, isn't it? Um, so you gave blood, they felt faint. How could you give them a good deed back for doing that in some vein? I mean, already she's done a good deed herself, hasn't she? But she's so she's she's done a good deed, and then she's had a good deed thrust upon her. Well, I think it'd be a case of you know working out what um, blood type she is, and if they're the same blood type, you know, knock on her door, and there you go. Here's a, um, a bottle of, of my, blood. Own, yeah. my own blood. You're not a vampire, but put it in the mm. fridge. You never know when you'll need it. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's 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 perfect. Like, um, like, have you ever given Share the blood? DNA? Have you ever given blood? Uh, yes, I have. Absolutely, I always feel a bit. Uh, my in the head, I feel faint, but spiritually, I feel very high. Definitely. Okay, I've never given blood. I should probably do that, shouldn't I? A bit of Ben Rufus Green blood. Yeah, absolutely. Get veins. it out there in the universe. Share it. Don't hog yeah. it. Is it? What's it like? Is it painful? No, I thought it was fine, really. It was very similar to when I've given blood to be tested and things like that, just a bit more of it than usual. 
because whenever I get injected, I always I don't like the idea of it, so I always turn away. But well, how yeah, long... I hate it. I mean, I'm 44 and I still have to hold a doctor or nurse's hand. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And definitely hold on to it with dear the idea of a piece of metal going into you, you know, infiltrating you. It's like a mini version of a slasher movie, isn't it? Well, it'd it be a fool not to be nervous. So, how long does it take to get the the, the pint out? I can't remember. It's a while now, but I think about. Five minutes? I don't oh, remember God. being that particularly long. I'd have to Google it to know. My memory's always so blurred. Do you know what I mean? They really are. You know, um, people always have to remind me of what reality is. Well, it's, well, don't worry. This is reality. Thank you. Thank you for reminding um, me. That and, was a hint. Do you want to remind me now? Yeah, what where are, what's going on? Is this a dream? But if it was a dream, maybe the dream man would say this is reality too. Who knows? And then you'd be absolutely lost. I know where you were. So when you hold the doctor's hand, do you ask permission or do you just reach across and grab it? Um, usually it's a case of go. Oh, God, I'm very poor with these needles. Type of thing. I'm very nervous, and they usually say, "Oh, it's fine. Don't worry." And they might sort of give me a slight tap on the uh, arm, mm-hmm. and I'll then grab their hand. Okay, it's so like, you... you know, I'll see like a semi invitation, and I'll go for it. I'll grab it. I think that's an invitation. Like tap on I the shoulder. So. Like I'm here for you, and you'll say, "Right, well, th- th- right, there you go. I want more. Contract. I want more than a hand. I want more than a tap. Give me a hand. Some of that. So we're giving this woman uh some blood. So this yes. good this good deed um this faint woman has to go back and give some more blood just to give to this woman um you know there's nothing more uh, there's no greater present than your own blood is there Oh god no absolutely not totally agree Didn't Angelina Jolie wear a a vial of Billy Bob Thornton's blood She certainly did when the relationship was going places Yeah I wonder what she did with that when they split up I hope she didn't just chuck it down the toilet I hope she still got it hanging somewhere in respect Probably drank it didn't she she's a bit dark Probably yeah, she's a bit of a vampire. She was dark during that era anyway. Yeah. Because before she was going around adopting um, you know, African children and being a sort of uh, good citizen. I think um or perhaps you just give it back. You know, here's your um here's the keys to the car we shared and uh, here's your blood. Yeah. As that. Or you I could think just... I'd ask her it back actually if it was a if it was a nasty yeah. split up because you wouldn't want her to get into some kind of voodoo magic or something. Yeah, or clone you or something. Yeah, oh quite right. I didn't even think about the cloning. I'd want the blood back. I'd get lawyers mm. involved. Okay, so this is we haven't done this one for a while. It's and another thing. Oh right, okay. So Louise, some of us are claustrophobic and being on a train is difficult enough without being hemmed in. That's why we sit on the outside edge. I stand up to let folk by. Jab London. So, are you claustrophobic? Not really. I'm fine with claustrophobia. Not too bad at all. You wouldn't mind going cave, climbing through tunnels and caves? tunneling would be a problem. I mean, I'm happy with elevators, and um, I wouldn't like to be uh, shut in a cupboard, but I wouldn't freak out immediately. I would be immediately thinking, well, this isn't a good uh, lifestyle decision. How can I get out of the cupboard? I wouldn't freak out. Caves, though... Mm-hmm. Uh, very worrying. The idea of being stuck in a cave mm. and uh, slowly passing away, yeah. um, you know, pretty horrific. So claustrophobia in that vein, the idea, what do they call it, potting or poling or tunnelling? Well, there's Spelunky's cave diving, but p- tunnel, right. cave tunnelling or something. What about being buried underground in a coffin? How would you feel about that? Alive? Wouldn't be happy with that at all. No. Wouldn't even like being in a coffin. Wouldn't even like the idea of sitting in a coffin with the lid off. So the idea of the lid being on and then mm-hmm. me being underground and earth on top of me, I would find I'd find that problematic. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good it's a bit of a um, nasty predicament, isn't it? Absolutely. You get cramped. 
and uh, you get night terrors. I think it'd be an ongoing escalation of your problems getting worse and worse. Hence that film, Buried with Ryan Gosling, being, you know, a great Hollywood hit. I don't think I've seen that one. Is it good? Was it Very Ryan, good. Was it Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? It was Ryan Reynolds. You are quite right. Thank you for picking me up on that. Ryan Reynolds. I have seen that one, actually. It's quite good. Quite tense. Very it's one good. Of those, yeah. Good script as well. Really good. But um, okay, so to really answer inventive. her, we're a couple of sim- we're symp- we sympathise with your claustrophobia. Absolutely, it goes without saying. Okay, so what's it all about, David? There we go. Oh, you joined in a bit of harmonising there. Thought, on the was, end. Am I crossing no. the line there? No, no, it's lovely. I thought, goodness you, me, perfect harmonising. Lovely. I was inspired to out the blues of Alan Jones style. Okay, birdie, not an eagle. Or a birdie, uh, not an eagle. So it's a birdie, but it's not an eagle. It's a bird, but it's not mm-hmm. an eagle. Mm-hmm. What's that about? I'm not sure. Oh, it's a bird. It is a bird, but it's not an eagle. Mm. <clears throat> What's going um, on there? Birdie, not an eagle. Is, is there this... a term not going eagle? Does that mean something? If someone doesn't go eagle, is that a word? I don't think it is, is it? What, what would it mean? What What would it Like what naked would it... or something, or some kind of body movement, like yeah. there's a celebrity called Birdie, mm-hmm. but he or she's not going eagle. I think, yeah. I mean, don't forget, this is your interpretation of the headline, so it can be whatever you want. I think it's something like that. Birdie okay, is the yeah. name of a celebrity. I don't know who that celebrity would be, or a, cat, or a nickname for a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And then it's the idea they're not going eagle. So Birdie... Maybe a pop star or something is refusing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Refusing to take their clothes off. Yeah, something like in that vein. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Right. Um, I do kind of quite like it when um, it's it's nowhere near the headline. I quite it's it's uh, indeed. So birdie and eagle are golfing terms or golfing. Oh, right. Interesting. So, and this is this is the thing. There's a picture of a bird with a golf ball in its mouth flying wow. through the air. So it's not a bird. It's not the birdie any golfer is aiming for. But for one player's ball ended up a fair way from the hole after being plucked from the course by a crow. A crow, bloody hell! A crow came Could a down. Crow pick up a golf ball. It's quite heavy. Well, yeah. Look at that. Got it in his chops. Flipping egg. I mean, his what? beak is so high up, though. I mean, it's like it's, it's stretched to capacity. That beak isn't totally it? Totally stretched to capacity. What on earth would a crow want with a ball? Like I'd that. be worried that that golf ball's going to be stuck in that mouth. Yeah, it's like when you put, if you ever put, I don't think you can put three snooker balls or pool balls in your mouth. Oh my God, I you can I put try, you one in a cheek, one in the other cheek, and then one in the middle, but you can't get them out. Now, like that, like uh, Wallace Oh and my Lord, could you imagine having to go to the emergency room because of that? What would they do? Would they have to just cut your cheeks open? Oh, it'd just be so, well, embarrassing and... Uh, yeah, that'd just be a complete... I'm, I'm amazed they haven't done... We should write into the BBC. That would make a great opening to a casualty episode. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Snooker brilliant. Snooker ball trilogy. Um, what's the um, funniest injury you've had? Funniest injury um, I've had... Um, I got a, a small teaspoon stuck in the roof of my mouth. <laughs> um, and it just sort of fitted there absolutely perfectly. And I just couldn't... Just could not get it out. So, all right, that's just stuck there then. My dad helped me get it out. This wasn't long ago. It was about like it was a Christmas, and it was about two years ago. And bizarrely, I ne- I nearly did it again a few months later. It's something to do with like um, licking off the hot chocolate from so that the uh, the base, the bottom of the spoon, 
And I thought, I've nearly done this again. I've nearly done it again. And it, it, it caused a massive dra uh, family drama. My sister was Googling it. My dad was like, oh, I can do it. Just move out of the way. And I was like, no, 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 that's going to hurt. My sister said, you're going to make it worse, Dad. And then, then I was on my own in the kitchen in January or February. And I thought, I've ne I nearly did it. It's like the top of my um, mouth is like a perfect resting place for a teaspoon. But can't you just pull it out with a handle? No, it got completely lodged. So I was there with the handles sticking out my mouth. <laughs> well, uh, so how do you how do you get it out then? Did you, did you have, he just it? really just jarred it in and out, in and out, in and out, and just finally got it out type thing. It left a, quite a few ulcers. Didn't ruin my Christmas, but uh, it was I mean, you know I'd, I'd ruffled the kind of like uh, the top of my mouth type of thing. So you know? lodged in your, the t I can I can picture that actually. So the spoon you were licking the back of the spoon. Like a greedy child. Yes, yeah. And it chocolate. got stuck in the palate, is that the word? Yeah, the, the palate, absolutely the palate. And it just literally just went in there perfectly, like it was an Ikea joint. Can, like can it you show me? Can you there. show me how you did it? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Can you show me how you did it with a spoon? I want you to get it stuck again. Indeed, <laughs> no, I don't. yeah. No, I don't no, don't. Spoon around, unfortunately. Like Have a you... fool, I probably would do. There you go, I, should, I told you it would Oh, fit. that's what I did, yeah. That's um, what I did, there you go. So did you... Do the rest of the uh, podcast like that. Did your dad come round and take all the spoons away right for your own safety well i wish he had because as i said like january i nearly did it again oh so you have got one no i'm just joking i won't um i have but, in another room in the kitchen yes but so could you speak with it up there um i could but then my um then the actual metal handle would start slamming against my teeth which would be uncomfortable do you know what i mean oh what an image yeah it was quite a disaster goodness me Poor chap. Well, you know, you're a brave warrior and you won't yeah, in the end. Moving, like onwards, you say, moving onwards. Didn't ruin your Christmas. That's the main thing. Yeah, that is the key thing because it only comes around once a year for crying out loud. I don't think I've got nothing to match that. But I remember once I was playing with a uh, it's, it's so pathetic. It's, um, you know, a spring you get in a pen, a tiny spring. Oh, yes. Yes. I know those. Well, yeah. I dismantled one. I think I was about 20 or something and I was trying to straighten it out. And what happened? It it sprung back and then went under my, between my nail and my finger and kind of dug in like a fish hook. Oh, God almighty. Danger is everywhere, isn't it? Everywhere is a potential ER, ER emergency room visit, isn't it? So, so I was, and it was quite deep into the finger. It wasn't just at the top. And I was like, I can't get this bloody thing out. So I ridiculously, I had to go to hospital with this tiny little spring a and E sticking out the top of my finger, and there was a guy next to me who's had his face smashed in with a baseball bat and all these things. Oh and, my lord! And there's me sat there, just felt so ridiculous, so so what pathetic. You've gone septic. Do you know what I mean? You've well, got yes, to get it out. you know, you've got to get it out. I couldn't just live with it in there. I mean, maybe it would have grown out eventually, or maybe I should maybe. have ripped it. But it was just probably a whole week with a spring hanging out your finger, like you'd see three PO. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, like exactly. you're malfunctioning, you know, yeah. Android, like a little like a bit poorly of... constructed Blade Runner replicant. My circuits were starting to come through my fingers and stuff. Yes. Yeah, I suppose that. But yeah, that so that was that was ridiculous. But um, they got it out in the end. Good old thank God. Um, another time, I was on a. This was when I was about eight. I was on a pogo stick, and a bit of rust from the pogo stick went into my eye. Oh, once again, these are all very sort of you know they're kind of my, quite minor, but completely really deliberate. And what they had to do small little activities. So what there was a bit of rust in my rusted paint, you know, no bigger than a 
Perhaps. That's enough to create. It's amazing yeah. how people survived during the Viking era. Do you know what I mean? Or during you know any era? Yeah, just pre-modern medicine. If that left I mean, there, it would have made my. I would have lost my eye. Over oh years yeah, gotcha. Because you know how the, my... they got it out by. I had to keep my eye open, and they dabbed a needle on my eye. Oh my lord! That sounds more dangerous than the. Um, yeah, the, the, than the original. The, um, the cure is more horrific than the. <laughs> Dear so, God! Did you do that? Could you have? Handle a, a needle being dabbed on your eye. Obviously, I thought you were going to say, could I do that? Like, if someone handed me a needle and said, well, put it on Ben's eye, I was like, well, no, I bloody not. Thank and you. I wouldn't like the idea that. of a needle on my eye either. Well, I couldn't think of anything worse. I prefer it's... a needle going through my neck before I let it near my eye. Yeah, very sensible. I prefer, I prefer a needle. I prefer a, um, a nail through my tongue before I had a, na a needle by my eye. I just wow. want to pull that out. That's quite a sentence, isn't that? It's a, but well, I would literally, you know, I prefer that. Like, my tongue laid on a kitchen surface like it's a piece of ham and then someone hammering oh, a nail in. i prefer that than a, a micro needle coming to the eye that i mean i think horrific. i think obviously to to make it you were, i was looking the other way so i was looking over oh, there see. just just so you've got a nice white patch with no pupil in there and they dabbed oh, it gee. on they dabbed it on flat ways they didn't like go in uh, oh, okay, so, do you know okay, what i mean yeah. it wasn't quite as horrific but i mean it's still, it's like, for God's sake, these tiny little things that you get to hospital for. No. Um, but, uh, but yes, so Birdie, that's what Birdie Not an Eagle is all about. So, um, a sinful farewell. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A sinful farewell. I think that would be um, a farewell to a mistress in my mind. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. you've had your fun. It was uh, against the rules of the law. Thou mm -hmm. shall not commit uh, adultery. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to farewell. It's a sinful farewell. 
Do you know what I mean? I'd say that's a goodbye to um, a mistress, someone you've had an affair with, I thought. So it's just uh, some, someone said, just saying, right, okay, we've got to call things off. Yeah. Um, so what actually happened? Mourners dressed as French maids and policemen gathered yesterday for the funeral of Britain's best-known brothel keeper and wonderful English eccentric Cynthia Payne. Goodness me, there you go, a sinful farewell to a lady. I mean, how sinful is that? I guess if they were married men who were going in and out of her yeah. um, establishment, that, that is a sinful one. But I mean, she wasn't the one committing the sin, though, was she? She only opened the door and, you know, guided them to the bedroom. This is, um, uh, it's a slight pun, it's sin, as in Cynthia, S. Oh, I see. So Very you couldn't clever. see that. You couldn't see that. That's the, that's if the I was reading of... that on the uh, London Underground, I'd have been chuckling to myself. Yeah. Probably even giving a shoulder barge to the person next to me. I know we don't usually talk to each other in London, but mm -hmm. this is a this is a hell of a zinger, this headline. Check oh, so you'd, you'd alert them to this headline? Oh, yes. If it was funny enough and I felt it should be shared, mm -hmm. I would cross that London barrier of social interaction and say, all right, you know, I'm not going to stab you. But... Just gaze your eyeballs in this headline because you might have a chuckle roll out your mouth which is a lovely thing to have during it's lovely it's lovely to make a fellow passenger laugh oh yeah god yes um i've so do you ever read people's texts on the you know if you're sat next to them on the tube do you ever if i could do oh. yes i rarely am in a position where i can do and i've got quite a giraffe neck sort of madagascar mm -hmm. neck if i was able to read same color as text, a giraffe as well isn't it yes it is yeah you're quite right if i could um if I could view someone's text over their shoulder, that for me would be 10 times better than Netflix mm. or an IMAX viewing a Mission Impossible. Kind I find that absolutely enthralling, looking through someone's text conversations, who's this? I'd just go into Sherlock Holmes, you know, on acid. Because I, I remember one guy was, because, um, you know, I was, if you're sat next to someone and they're not being, they're just typing on their phone, you can quite easily see without making it look like you're snooping. But one guy was texting lol. And he had a completely deadpan face. So he wasn't lolling. He was lying. Lies. It's so much this social media thing. It's just disconnected mm. from reality. Be yourself, mate. Just yeah. put a sad emoticon at the end and just yeah. show that, you know, I'm hurting. Yeah. You know, I felt like real you. I felt like memorizing the number he was texting to and saying, You are in contact with a liar. Well said. Absolutely. Thank you. That would have been a good deed. That would have been a good deed for the yeah. day. You Truth could have written that into the metro quite happily. Truth hurts, mate. You know, you're dealing with a liar. Get rid of him. Get, get without truth, life. we're not in reality. Exactly. As we said earlier. Yeah, bring it back. Numbers. Bring it back. Um, and then another time I saw someone writing a text and they made a few spelling errors, so I corrected them. I said, oh, do you know you've spelt there wrong? I No, I didn't really, but that would be quite I good. I to say, do, that was on pause. <laughs> like, is this reality now? Is, are we going down that road? Uh, no, that was a little little jokelet there. So that's a sinful oh, farewell. Keep the jokelets coming, Captain. That's what we need. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the thanks for the encouragement. You see the grammar Nazis hovering over us as we text. You must be quite good at your grammar because of your teaching. Um, just about get through. Nothing fancy. So I have a problem with uh, like apostrophes sometimes, but I know it's like if it's if you're missing an s, if it's John is there, John's there. I know. Oh, I, I know find about that, that. I find the old um, grammarly grammarly helps me out with that. Oh, okay. Ad. Oh, yes. that's a good idea. I should look into that. Right, it highlights it and tells you. Is anyone out there missing three jumbo jets? Is anyone out there missing three jumbo jets? That would be some kind of uh, aeroplane incident with weather forecasts. But I don't know. If you had three jumbo jets missing, I wouldn't do that as a pun in a headline. 
it'd be more like three jumbo jets missing over Florida. Yeah, you'd need Ex- a better tone. And then tone, you would use you? an explanation mark, mate. You mm. get some grammar involved then. Mm-hmm. And um, is that an explanation mark? Um, oh, just going back to um, programming. In programming, do they call it a shriek? Or is that... Have I made Programming? That up? How do you mean yeah. back to programming? Well, you, you, we were talking about programming, you know, like C++. Do they call an uh, exclamation mark a shriek in programming? They do, absolutely. I think they do call um, an exclamation mark a shriek. Are you humouring me or do you... Is that true? Um, well, I'm just keeping the uh, the audience uh, in flow of us because I don't okay. we've mentioned C++ with them, have we? Well, we could talk about programming. Absolutely. You know. I should should announce. Let's just announce it. Don't be, you know... Um, Did I try and uh, sneak it in there? Don't, 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 don't try. Uh, I am currently trying to learn um, C-sharp... Uh, coding and i'm doing very very poorly at it and ben you are quite right that is called a shriek if you have an apostrophe is it an apostrophe next to an equal oh. sign i think something like that see i don't really hence i'm not doing very well with this coding but you are right a shriek does work in that manner okay thank you sorry sorry if you didn't want that out there we can we can no get, not we, at we all can ask not eyes on legs all. to remove i was trying to think to myself when did this podcast start recording and did we even talk about that when at did the, the line cross i'm so thing? sorry what's game it's back to theme, mate. Reality, fiction. I think a strong podcast has a theme throughout. Yes, absolutely. And Alice is questioning reality. We've gone into matrix mode. Yes. Now, is anyone out there missing three jumbo jets? So you think I would it's say just... that's more of an emergency than mm-hmm. like a pun. So I'm seeing like there's some kind of weather issue, and uh, you know the um, the air traffic police or whatever can't find these three jumbo jets, and. Um, you can't hide a jumbo jet for crying out loud. Well, if if someone said to me, I've lost three jumbo jets, I'd say, well, you're careless, pal. Yeah. You should not be doing the job that you, you're doing. You're, you're, yes. Get, res, tender your resignation. Um, Absolutely. Yes, the tone is a bit light, isn't it? For, I Very. So, so you're, you're, uh, there's no death involved in this headline. That's what you're saying. No, they've gone missing because of maybe like the weather or something in that vein. Okay, so here's what it's about. Malaysia. Airport bosses have taken out a wanted advert in a local newspaper to find the owner of three Boeing 747s. Whoever left the 200-foot-long planes on the tarmac has 14 days to make their claim. (laughs) That's crazy. What on earth? What What on earth's going on? I'd like to Google that after this and do a follow-up and see what happened with that. So, surely that's their cock-up. How do they let three planes in without knowing... Surely you know whose planes they are. Absolutely, you would have thought for a second. I mean, the size of a jumbo jet, it's like a miniature building turning up, for crying out loud. 200 foot long. 200 foot long, for goodness sake. Someone is going to... That just shrieks P45 to me. Yes. So unless there was some like elaborate distraction, like um, the person monitoring the jumbo jets was like um, distracted by... Um, some someone doing someone's birthday or someone they had to go away from their desk and sing happy birthday to someone i suppose that's you i could excuse that distracted because <laughs> it's like the whole landscape of your location is changing when it turns up and goes away yeah the whole backdrop i mean it's absolutely massive it's bigger than an elephant isn't it yep oh yeah well goodness me and th- three of them as well so, three of them so that's like a big section of new york skyscrapers landing taking off and returning Unless, unless the birth, I'm going with the birthday celebrations. Unless the birthday, birthday boy or girl said, "Oh, that was lovely, sing it again." So they sang "Happy Birthday" again, and then there was a bit of wine, and then the 
the person went back to their desk and didn't notice the three planes because they're thinking, oh, such a lovely thing, birthdays, aren't they? And oh, I have a bit more wine. I think I've got the taste for it now. And then a few days later, they'd forgotten what was reality and what was dream. I think the only thing that can maybe um, make that a possibility is if uh, he got some bloody good gifts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, oh, put that jumper on. Mm. And let's do a catwalk up and down the office. Yes. Or, uh, God, you've got me a, you know, a Nintendo Switch. Let's turn it on now type of thing. So if you've got some really cool gifts, perhaps gifts, alcohol, um, yeah, I think there's a possibility Combination there. of all that, and that's why. So there we go. That's the missing, the mystery of the three jumbo jets. Goodness me. Goodness me. It was revealed to us. Right. Okay. So um, who am I? Who am I? Here we go. Now, I don't mean to be a downer, and I don't mean to be offensive to this person, but I'm afraid I've never heard of them. Okay. Um, and again, I don't mean to cast judgment or pass judgment, sorry, but I don't, I don't know if you'll get this. Right, okay. No offence. So, um, I, yeah, as I say, I don't mean to start off on a downer. Um, what's the new single, Earthquake, about? Britney Spears. You think I've never heard of Britney Spears, do you? Oh, this is true. You never heard of her. Yeah, I need to put that in the equation. You're quite right. You've got Toxic. You've got... Oh, what is it? Hit me maybe one more time. Absolutely. I should have kept that in mind when uh, it's just bleating her voice. I did, but it just I did like throw a, a lot of information at you. Me. I did throw a lot of information at you. So um, what inspired your video rant about not being playlisted on Radio 2? Sorry. I don't know if there, I know any pop stars that you wouldn't know, really. Oh, who wasn't played on Radio 2? Yeah, I can't think of any pop stars that would be outside your uh, expectation. I feel guilty giving this to you because it's like, I don't know where you'd go. You might randomly just say a name and get it. Do you want to just say Brianna? a name? No, I'm afraid not. Right, last question. Then we'll, I'll release you from this hell. Um, you found success doing your own thing online. Do you need to be playlisted on the radio? So she's just, you know, going back to the playlist... Do you need to be playlisted on the radio if you found your own success online? Oh, a really sort of hip kind of rapper like Bad Bunny. Who's Bad Bunny? Goodness me. He was in Bullet Train. Ah. Like a big American rapper who was online. For, but I don't think he'd been around in 2015. Well, you know your rappers. That's good. I only know him because he's got a film career now. I okay. think anyone who had their finger on the pulse would have known him years ago. It's only because now he's breaking into the mainstream that people like Edwards are aware of him. Okay, so the person is Sandy Tom. Never heard of her. No, Sandy Tom. It's a female. Sandy with an I. Tom, T-H-O-M. Well, I'm going to be Googling her after this and finding out why Radio 2 of her being so snarky. Had a number one with I Wish I Was a Punk Rocker. That rings a bell, does it? It does a bit. Yes, it does ring a bell a bit for me too. I Wish I Was a Punk Rocker. Okay, yeah, so there we go. Sandy Tom. I recognise the song, but I'm afraid your name... I need to do some pop star research and make myself more relevant within yes. the minds of the youth. Coming up to Christmas, there's a yes. lot of talk. In Well, in this particular metro, there's talk of office parties. Yeah. Now, what's your stance on office parties? Good fun. You like them, Get involved, yeah. 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 Plenty of uh, drink and pop and fun and slaps in the back. Bit, bit of bucks fizz to drink and listen to with the band. Um, absolutely, a bit of time to let your hair down. Mm -hmm. A bit of frivolity type of thing before uh, you then go home to spend time with the family. Because mm. it's always weird because I've um, when I worked in an office, it's just weird drinking alcohol in the place that you 
work. It just feels a, a bit weird. Don't you think? Usually I find though these days they usually go to a restaurant, don't they? I, I don't think I've ever actually got drunk in the office I work in. Ah. It's more like a minibus will be uh, uh, uh you know um organized and off you go to um uh, you know, little chef or mm-hmm. um, to express perhaps little chef. Well, that's an old one. They sit around. <laughs> they are flipping egg. Shows how old I am now. We went to the Wimpy. Um, no, it's, uh, it's uh, Pizza Express or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Or um, you know, like a local Italian. It's usually like that. A burger factory. There you go. So you're getting a bit more of a cuisine burger. But you've never had an office party in the office. No, I've, I've never been in the actual office. <coughs> I've had quite a few, and it's just a weird vibe. I mean, it's nice. You know, you hear the things about photocopying your bottom and stuff, but it's just it just feels weird. And then you you talk to your... Do, is there a proper hierarchy? Like, there's a where you work, is there, like, a, a boss? Um, yeah. There's, like, a proper, like, big boss that you very rarely see, and... And they come to the party and then like, what if you get a bit drunk and you say something offensive, then you can't, are you, is that, are you off limits? Like, um, did, you know, cause you're at a party. Can you say, does that, that might come back to haunt you the next day? What you've said. I know it could do, but you know, it's always been fine, but it could do, but it's always, hasn't been an issue. So you don't have any tips for office parties then? Just give your coworker a slap on the back and say, mm-hmm. have a good one. Okay. Well, that's nice. And I'd, I'd say, um, you know, alcohol can be fun, but if you take it too far, it can be ruddy dangerous. Indeed. So you just be careful. Careful what you say. I sound like I've done something like this myself, but, uh, you know, I haven't. So again, with the Christmas um, stuff, the, uh, there's a bit about, um, is it decorations? I think, did you did we talk about decorations already or? Um, I don't think we have spoke about decorations. I don't think so. No. Okay. So if you've got no, if the budget's not a problem, would you, what would you do to your house to decorate it? Do, I, mean, I would think you go... if the budget's not a problem and also, um, someone's going to take it down for me. Ah, Cause okay. that is a handful taking mm. it all down afterwards. Over there. Along my street, I've got like, um, not the street I'm living in now, but the last street, man, it's like, what was your, um, I mean, the energy bills this year are going to be big anyway. And I mean, the energy bills that some people's homes have got would have been absolutely insane. We're talking mm. about a um, a waving snowman, a saluting oh elf, and a uh, laughing Santa rubbing his stomach. Three animatronic um, characters the size of me. Well, not the size of me. I'm like nearly seven foot one. I'm not, like that. I'm not Michael Jordan. But these were life-size creatures. And I remember one time... Um, having insomnia, looking out my window and looking at the uh, the saluting elf and the laughing Santa and thinking, God, there's still, someone's still electrically, you know, powering these things. You know, I don't need an elf saluting me at three in the morning. Well, perhaps it was quite nice. I was suffering with insomnia. So he was sort of saying, don't worry, mate, we're all in this together. Salute, but, um, surely, surely some rank in there. Don't worry, yes. Captain. We've he was this. like leaving a mark on his green hat because he just kept saluting it all the time. He was almost just doing himself a mischief. Sounds like hell. And this was one yeah, house, so was, was it? Hell. This was one house, was it? That had this, all this was one house. And there was like a competition. There were some others as well where there was a whole roof of like stapled on fairy lights. Very similar to National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Oh he just goodness. didn't pop the electricity bill. I, mean, I guess it creates a lot of, you know, um, love and festive laughter. Yeah, I mean, so some, I'm up for yeah. decorations. If someone was going to pay for it and take it down afterwards, a lot of animatronic creatures. I would like my um, 
my bed to be turned into a Christmas sledge with Ooh, animatronic that's a good idea. reindeers at the end. As long as I could get out of my room, I wouldn't yeah. want them, you know, become too claustrophobic. So you'd like them, the animatronics in, in the bedroom then, like a reindeer? Would you have all six reindeers on the end? Is it six I reindeers? I probably couldn't fit them, so I'd only have two. You could and then your... maybe some kind of like painting effect, like uh, you've got the vibe there were other reindeers in the distance. That's lovely. And so, and uh, would they be animatronic? Would you turn, would you have them on while you you slept or would they? Uh, not they... when I slept, that would wake me up. And I'd find mm -hmm. it quite disorientating. Be a to bit see like galloping yeah. uh, reindeers sort of, uh, you know, on the spot. Okay. So I'm, uh, I, I think I'd quite, I'd go quite minimal, I think, with decorations. Like, um, I think we, we'd have a fake tree. How do you feel about oh, that? God, yeah, pines everywhere. I had um, one year, I stood on a pine with a bare foot and it left me a septic toe. Oh, goodness um, me. It's quite a nightmare. You've got to hoover them up. Yeah, the pines are a real nightmare. I remember having to hoover up pines before Christmas had come to an end. It's like, no, I can't wait until New Year's Day. I'm going to have to start hoovering now. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't even had a Christmas dinner. It's already out of control. Yeah, you've got to be careful. You've only got one toe. Quite right, absolutely. Quite right, one Christmas, right. one toe. You've got to yeah. balance the two. What do I want, a toe or a good Christmas? This is a job to work at the London Oratory School. Uh, yes, thank you very much for coming at such short notice. Um, uh, oratory is obviously quite a specific job. As it, well, you, so I suppose you could say that about everything. Everything's a specific I job. I mean, just to check, is oratory about sound, hearing? Yes, it is. Yes, it's a good. Just it's making good. sure, just making sure I'm in the right job. Yes, I mean, there's no such thing as a, as a daft question. Thank you. Just so, making sure I'm in the right department. Yeah, good. So, um, making sure I'm in for a chance. What makes you a good candidate for this job, oratory? I am just fascinated by sounds and fascinated by the workings of the human ear. You know, I'm just uh, I, when I'm on the London Underground, if I can get the opportunity to peer into someone's ear, I will do. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And um, I just love to sometimes just stand in a woods, you know, a forest. And uh, I'm sure you know what woods is. It's a yeah, it's, it's a forest. Yeah. And just listen to sounds, the rustling mm -hmm. of a tree, the um, the laughing owl in the backgrounds. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard an owl giggle, but it does sometimes in between hoots. But you just oh. got to study those sonic, you know, textures that surround mm. you. Mm. So I am just, I'm a real ear buff. Mm. Okay, it sounds like earmuff, doesn't it? Earbuff. It does, absolutely. Yeah. But I won't be ear, uh, wearing muffs because I want to, you know, feel those sonic charges going from my yeah. eardrum. And I did not know that about owls, so that's fascinating. I yes. have, to, have to Google I have to that. Google it. Like, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm, I'm not 100, percent but I'm pretty sure I've heard a few, you know, guffaws in between the hoots. So you're a lover of noise. Yes. A lover of noise. I mean, that's obviously that's I, that's wonderful to hear because we're all about noises here. And I have to say, you have a lovely voice. Oh, same to you, sir. Same to you. It's making love to my earlobes. Um, in fact, I think if you do, if you are successful, we might get you to record the company uh, messages on the phone. That would be wonderful. That would be you know, quite a, the extensions a on. And that's, uh, you know, I don't say that lightly, because we've got no, some... No, no, thank you. Yeah, you've got a lovely accent. Um, what's, um, what are your weaknesses? Uh, my weaknesses are... I'm so compelled by the sounds mm -hmm. that I'm still, you know, examining the texture of the sound acoustics of what you just said. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I can rarely get around to an answer. 
I mean, now I'm quite disciplined because I know I'm in an interview. Mm. But sometimes you might say to me, um, you know, uh, Dave, was that you that didn't uh, flush the lavatory? Mm-hmm. I'd just be listening to the timber at the end of lavatory and how it echoes through the room. And then I'll come back to you as though um, I've forgotten what you've just asked. A lot of people have said to me, are you stoned? I say, no, I'm just in love with the sonic textures that surround me. What would you say your favourite sound is? My, sa- my favourite sound is the sound of a kiss. Simple as that. Can so you... sometimes when I'm kissing someone, I'll have my eyes open, so I'm really studying the sound. And mm-hmm. an arched eyebrow, like, Mwah! It really okay. does start with a nice low tone and then something quite high-pitched. So there's a bit of, bit of yummy sound. Like, mm. Yeah, there is a yummy sound. I'm more about the sound than the actual kissing itself. Okay, so it's the, your favourite sound is the sound of you kissing someone. Or someone else could be kissing, in, you know, once again on a train, and my old earlobe would be very close to their lips. That's a lovely image. That so romantic you've sound. got a, a couple snogging on a train with you leaning in, listening yes. to the yeah, sound yeah, of the kiss. A, a romantic triangle. Yeah. And then if they see you, you say, don't worry about me, just carry on. I'm loving what I'm hearing. I'm not hearing. watching, I'm not a pervert, I'm listening. Quite a yeah. good thing. That's, that's fascinating. That's, that's, I mean, that really is. So um, what are your strengths? We've had weaknesses. What are your strengths? My strengths is, and this is not a pun, okay. I'm a good listener. It's not oh. a pun. I will listen. Sometimes, though, I'll just be listening to the acoustics like it's music. Mm-hmm. But um, I will be listening. I love it. I mean, that is that is perfect. I mean, that's almost like you read my mind and you've come out with the perfect answers. And, and you're very, you are a very good listener. Thank you. Everything I've said, you've come back and you've, you've exceeded my expectations. But I've, I've, you know, I've, I've only met you. I've got 50 other people to meet. I don't want to see them now. I'm giving you the job. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. You have made my year and my possibly my bloody life. Welcome to the team. Thank you. Um, okay, so right, that's that's the end of Metro Retro for. Thank you for your time. What have we learned about 2015? Thursday, December the 10th, 2015. What a you know, a jumbo jets kind of jumbo ter- jets turning up on on airports. Surely you'd notice a three jumbo jets, like we, you know, for goodness sake. Nuts, isn't it? But I guess that's the excitement of uh, you know. I guess Christmas on the way. Maybe it was an early Christmas. Um, yes. Party for crying out! Tenth of December, they have them very early. Or maybe it so was maybe a, everyone was completely intoxicated. Maybe it was a Christmas present to the airport. Very true. Very very possible. Hiding in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. That's what you do, isn't it? Okay. Well, um, any other final words on on that um, that date? I think you can just generally feel the uh, the Christmas buzz, the Noel fizz in the air. To the yes. extent that you're not even aware of uh, three jumbo jets, you're just going Noel crazy. Hence, that's why the January blues are such a bloody honker. Stinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you're listening to this uh, and it's nowhere near Christmas, sorry about that. But uh, put that on hold and maybe listen to this again nearer Christmas as well. Yeah, please do. Please do. Okay, thanks very much. That's been Metro Retro. Au revoir, people. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.